3: Welcome pilots. You've tuned to the guard frequency because as all good pilots know, when you're out in the deep black, you want to keep one ear on the guard. This is episode 218 of the best damn space sim podcast ever, recorded on Friday, June 22nd, and made available for download on Tuesday, June 26th, 2018, over at guardfrequency.com. I'm Jeff. I'm Kenjiro. And I'm Tony. And Henry can stream
2: about you if he can't hold you tonight, right Jeff?
3: Uh, not a chance. Remember, folks, Guard Frequency is not a one-way conversation. We welcome your comments over at GuardFrequency.com and Discord.GuardFrequency.com.
4: You can also reach us on Twitter at GuardFreak or Facebook.com GuardFreak. Your feedback is an important part of what we do, so hit us up and tell us what's on your mind.
2: If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to our shows at feeds.guardfrequency.com or by searching for us on iTunes. And if you're not doing anything Friday nights, you should come join us at about 10.30 p.m. Central as we record Guard Frequency live over at twitch.tv forward slash guardfreak. Do you like
3: what we do? Want to help us make the best damn Space podcast ever? Please consider supporting this show by visiting our website, clicking on the Patreon logo, and becoming a regular subscriber. We want to thank all
4: our Patreons who support us week on week. We hope you'll consider joining them, because the more support we can get, the better show we can make. Just head over to our website and click on that big Patreon logo to help us
2: out. And don't forget about our sister productions, Priority One and Heroes Rise.
3: Priority One covers all things Star Trek, from the TV series to the MMO, the novels, the movies, and everything in between. Be sure to check them out at PriorityOnePodcast.com. And Heroes Rise brings you up to date with the world of Dungeons & Dragons. Learn all about the latest
4: publications, tools, tips, tricks, and traps in less time than it takes to skin a wyvern. Head over to HeroesRisePodcast.com to discover their secrets.
2: And the housekeeping's done, so let's get to the show. What have we got in store this week, Jeff?
3: In this week's Flight Deck, we bring you all the headlines from around the simulated space, including the latest news from Elite Dangerous and Star Citizen. Next, we'll get news from the Deep Black with Spencer McDon on
4: Galactic Public Radio.
2: After that, we continue our audio adventure, Guard Frequency Origins, as our pilots continue in their acts of grand theft stapler and other miscellaneous rambunctiousness.
3: Finally, we open up the feedback loop and let you join in on the fun. Lace up your booties, campers. It's time to head to the flight deck.
2: Here are the top news bits from the world of Space Sims. Elite
4: Dangerous has released its focused feedback from the mining system. And, like an ogre or
3: an onion, it's got layers. Star Citizen expanded the pool of three point two testers, and some people are making pictures of ships shooting rocks. Also,
4: groups. All right, all right. Uh, before we get into this, I got to point before out you this. missed okay. something. Parfaits have layers. Thank you very
2: much. Parfaits also have layers. This is this is also true. And they are okay. delicious. Yes. Yeah, they they are they are they are delicious. All right. So I think we have to like start over from the top, and just no, we're not going to do that. Um, let's talk about. Elite, because Elite did another one of their focus feedback things, and they have tons to talk about. Now, we did, in fact, cover a lot of it last week because they've stayed pretty close to what they announced at uh, LaveCon. Uh, so that's not... it's There won't be too many surprises, but they did talk a little bit more about how you're going to do some of these things. And one thing that kind of came up is that two of the three... There's going to be three types of mining, uh, surface, subsurface, and deep core. Two of those three are going to basically require expendable ammunition. And so, so some so, of the people are like...
4: So surface yeah. is what we have right now,
2: right? It's it, We don't even really have surface. It's just like the blowing crap up stuff. And that's not changing. They're not taking that out. If you just want to strap on a mining laser and go out there and just shoot a bunch of rocks and watch the stuff fly out, no problem. But they're going to have new and different kinds of uh, resources that are only accessible with new and different kinds
0: of weapons
4: see i didn't i didn't quite get that so you're saying surface mining is actually better than the current
0: mining. yeah yeah okay yes the new mining yeah. the new surface mining you'll actually see a deposit and you'll approach that and you'll be like shaving it off with the laser that's built uh, for that i get you which is different than just aiming at the thing and shooting at it Let, I
3: let's get you. talk about let's talk about the systems for a second because sure. it gets down to what the different three uh they talked about um they're going to change the HUD and and that analysis is going yeah. to be built right into the ship. So yeah, you're going to be able to see it and almost everything else that goes around with
0: it. You'll be able to see it after some effort. In order to get uh, details, like you'll fly up to it and you might see that this asteroid has some blue crystals on it or something, and you might want to shave some of that off, but you can fire a, a limpet at it that'll tell you more about what's in there. Um, and I think there was another scanner. Was there another scanner too, Tony?
2: Yeah, there's, there's another scanner that basically uh, is uh, the medium-range active scanner,
0: the MRA scanner. Yeah, so I think you would see it visually. Um, then yeah. you could medium-range active scan it, and then you have the limpet that prospects it. And the more information you get, the better decisions you can make about how to approach the asteroid. For instance, if you fire your uh, abrasion laser, uh, I believe, mm-hmm. too hard, you can overkill the deposit, and it'll just be gone um, because it's basically got a health. And you want to aim for reducing its health to less than ten percent, but more than zero. If you hit it too hard, you're going to lose it. And if you don't hit it hard enough, it won't break off. So that adds kind of a mini game, which is interesting. Um, and as long as that doesn't get too tedious, you know, that could be a lot of fun. Essentially, it is adding about
2: three to six new mini games to the game. That's and I've true. Always, I mean, we've always yeah you know, we've always talked about Elite Dangerous in the in the context of it is a bunch of mini games strung together into a play experience. So they're adding, depending on how you want to count it, if you count the scanners as a minigame, there's like four to six new games that they're introducing here. Um, one, like we just talked about, the surface abrasion, you kind of shave it off. The other two require expendable weapons, which is kind of a point of contention at the, uh, this point. It's the—it's uh, uh, not surface mining, but it's the what's the other two subsurface mining. Where it's just underneath the surface, and you got to get, you got to kind of dig it out. Yeah,
4: so you're launching to, these these depth charges with little drill mm-hmm. bits on them,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. So it's you know you're you're launching little drills at the thing, and the trick is to make them blow up right when they get near the deposit to knock it loose. So again, another mini game. Uh, for those of you who are familiar with the flak cannons, the uh, they drew an analogy to that. You've got to watch a little indicator fill up, and right when it hits the sweet spot, you got to let the trigger go and the, uh, the deposit should be knocked clear. So I and get, then finally... I didn't get okay.
4: quite, like, what... They didn't really describe what the visual and that would look like. How do you know it's near? Will you be able to see the, the deposit underneath the asteroid in your scanner? I don't think
0: they said. Or, I think that's to be determined, right? I mean, that's UI they're yeah. still working on. There's some concept art of different UIs, but I didn't see anything about that particular UI. What I saw was about exploration and things.
4: So maybe it might even just be a depth gauge, and you just got, just like uh, your, you know, FSD... Landing, you know, or whatever, you know, you have to hit it at the right place in order to,
0: I hope what we get is that good. It's, you know,
2: yeah, they had, I'm looking at this now and I don't see it on this browser, but they did have at one point, and maybe my browser's just not displaying it properly, but like a, it's almost like a bar graph. And they said it was a, this is, they said this is something like they knocked it together in paint or Excel or something like that. And they said, this is very rough, this is just a rough concept sketch, but it basically had a, a bar, and then on uh, the the edges of the bar, there was worthless rock. And then, sort of working your way towards the middle, there was these yellow zones of ah, you've almost got it, maybe you're close, and you're going to help work it free, but you're not you're not on target. And then in the middle, there was a little red spot. Okay, and so if you hit it there, it would sort of like knock it loose. So it's another golf so, game. Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. It's another, the mini game would be you're trying to hit that that you're trying to get it in that narrow range. And if you don't hit it the narrow range, well, you can take another shot at it, but you'll get slightly less of a return off of it or whatever. So, um, yeah, so there's going to be some skill involved. There's going to be some timing involved. There's going to be lots of planning of loadouts. And that's the other fun thing that came out in this is that they are looking hard, no promises, no guarantees, at looking at giving us, like, racks. So right now, if you have scanners, I've got a deep space scanner. I've got the advanced scanner. I've got the planetary scanner. I've got, a, yeah, i got scanners coming out my butt. What they're thinking of doing is that on some ships are going to give you a scanner rack. So basically you take your size 3 or size 4 um, module slot, and within that you can slot individual scanners. Like if you have fighters right now, you can pick different fighters to go in your fighter bay. If you have a two-fighter fighter bay, you'll be able to pick multiple different
0: scanners to put it in That there. makes a lot of sense. Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, they've, they've talked about that in the past. Um, I think in the context of... Uh, when the modules, those those heart, those uh, specialized military modules came out, like we're trying to find a way to give people the ability to make more flexible loadouts without adding actual module slots to uh, ships, which are some of them are already have maybe too many, some of them don't have quite enough, but the big ships. Big ships, you can do most anything you want to with them already. Isn't that the point of, of getting the big ships, ships,
0: though? I mean, the, my, my dream ship is one that I is, can take on a really long trip and have a fighter with me. Not for fighting anything, but for using it like a shuttle. Like, to go out and just fly around canyons without worrying about losing my big exploration ship. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and that was actually one of the other fun things. Again, no promises, no guarantees. But one of the designers
2: said his long-term goal was to get a mining Craft a mining shuttle, a mining fighter. Sure, that'd be great. Um, So that, so you know that the you know the, I think, and this is where the theory crafting comes in, but always disappoints. The idea I think would be that you could either take a big ship out with multi crew and have a fighter flying cap and a little mining shuttle dropping charges or collecting rocks or doing whatever, and then somebody piloting the the main craft. And that mining crew would be able to work a deposit together and reap that reward in a multi-crew setting. Or you could take multiple ships out and do the same thing in a wing. I think think hopefully that's kind of the idea that they're trying to have is like whether you choose to do multi-crew or choose to do it in a wing, everyone can take one of those roles whether it's the mining refining or the combat air patrol or the or the shuttle or whatever and work together cooperatively to you know get one of these big juicy asteroids with the with the GUI Center and get its lovely morsels out so I I'm hoping that's their design concept um, and it sounds like they're going that way I don't think they're gonna get there at the end of this year I think this is baby steps um, but having these three different types of mining without taking away the old one. They want to reiterate that, too. The old mining still will be there if you want to do it that way. Um, but these three new weapons correspond to three new different types. We haven't talked about this, the cracker mining. What are they calling that?
4: It's, so it's similar to
2: the subsurface,
4: but you Deep use core. beer bombs and you fire at fissures and the whole thing blows up, right?
2: Yep. Deep core, you know. There's a subsurface, <clears> and there's <throat> the deep core. You it know, dun-
3: kind of like that, yeah, that dynamite that was discussed about earlier. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah, <it> would, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, let's, yeah, let's take it. Let, let's say uh, Fourth of July is coming up, kids. Be, be, you know, firework safety is really important. You know, if you're gonna have any deep core mining going on, make sure you get in the right fissure, okay. Um, so if, uh, yeah, so and those fissures will only become they'll be visually readily apparent. You'll be able to say, ah, that's an asteroid that's waiting to get blowed up real good. But you won't be able to aim it properly, like use your targeting computer, unless you have a prospector scan or an MRA scan or whatever. So it's those different scans will tell you, will let your computer lock onto that fissure and, and aim at, aim at it correctly to have a better chance of cracking it open to get at the nutritious GUI center.
0: Speaking of nutritious GUI centers, here is uh, something I'm afraid that Frontier's going to miss that would be an awesome opportunity. Say you're going to play a miner and... Uh, you want to play in an open and you're at risk of PvP or you're going to get jumped by pirates or whatever. You don't have a whole lot of offensive options. Your option is to point away from them and try to f- run away and then jump before they can get you. Wouldn't it be great if you could drop your deep core mining charges as mines that whoever's pursuing you would have to like pull off and evade? It's not a direct attack. It's like, a, I said, leave me alone. These are some charges I'm going to leave in your in your way. You know what I mean? I think that I would be like awesome. That. But like second, yeah. The other thing they're discussing
2: is that there's going to be a danger zone around those deep core mines. You could just blow up the asteroid to
0: kill the pirates. Yeah, I would love to be able to use that offensively in some way. That's that's kind of cool. I think like so, I mean, like an attack
4: of the clones.
0: Yes, like an attack of the clones. I hope
2: they steal that sound effect too. <laughs> <laughs> With yeah, the, that uh, the would kick ass. Uh huh. That would kick ass. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. No, and I. Yeah. No, I, I think that's no. I think that's cool. But yeah, and and that. That kind of alternative uses, you know, the way they're keying these or coding these or whatever, they've got through the new different types of weapons because they want to code specific types of damages, right? It's like you need the abrasion blaster to shave off the surface mining stuff. You need the regular mining laser to scour off the th- rocks like we do right now. You need the, the, the particular charges to do subsurface subsur- mining like the flak cannon things. And then you need these deep core missiles to actually crack planets. I hope they code regular damage to them, too, like you're saying. Well, it would
0: be irrelevant if they're actually a missile and it's a forward fire-only thing, because that would only be cool if you could do it as you're running. So they were some kind of, like, droppable, or if they were in, uh, like, a turret. There's this thing called flight assist off? Yeah, there is, but you also aren't going to be... Well, I guess, yeah. Yeah, you could do that. You're just not charging your FSD with your weapons deployed trying to run, but... I'm trying to think of a situation where you, know? you could use it as you're trying to charge and run, but I guess that would be an exploit. You probably not really an exploit, That'd but kind of an exploit.
2: But I mean, if you wanted, if you wanted to give him a little kiss off, like mwah, goodbye, yeah, you know,
0: that's true. Uh, then uh,
2: fa off, flip around, drop those things. It'd be cool if you could I drop them like cargo.
0: Be- because if you dropped like three units of cargo and one of those, it'd be sweet. You know what I mean? That would, cut that, would that would that would kick ass yeah. too. That would kick because that actually some uh, I forget where I
2: read it, but some people were thinking that would also be a solution to sort of the. Um, stores problem, stores mm-hmm. management, because those deep core and, and the subsurface things are going to be expendable munitions. Now, there's always synthesis, probably. You'll be able to synthesize them if you got the right materials, but the point of mining kind of is to go out there and just be out there for a long time. You know, you're collecting stuff. You don't want to expend stuff, and you, plus you already got to load up on prospector limpets and collector limpets, and this is just one more thing you got to manage. Some people are thinking, give me a car... make this cargo bay loadable. Like, let me load a bunch of those deep core missiles into my cargo bay, along with my other kinds of limpets, and then it's then it's more of a management of my cargo space rather than my weapons load. Yeah, that's cool. So, then you could drop
0: Missiles out of your, out of they your, they just cargo have to bang. stick a switch like drop armed or drop unarmed, drop them armed and just let it go, right? Because, yeah, you got that, yeah, that's right. You got that, uh, you jettison abandon,
2: jettison, you know, and it'll be tagged illegal, salvage, yeah. So just armed, unarmed. I love oh. it, would be the
0: best frontier because people don't look frontier, at their whole context, they might even look at their context list and say, Oh, what did they give me? Oh, sh- gotta go. You know that'd be really that could be that could be fun. That could that I would I would it'd be a distraction for whoever's chasing you to get you enough time to get away. I really like the idea. Yeah, I'd also dig it if you could like pay extra for it to be falsely encoded.
2: Uh, (laughs) It's palladium. Yeah, that would be cool.
3: That would be really cool.
2: Not palladium. <laughs> uh, so so yeah. put that in your pot and, and simmer with it there, uh, Frontier. Drop it out of your cargo bay. Tag, be able to tag
0: it something valuable and then watch it blow up in the Pirates. It's probably too late. We should have put that in focus feedback a week ago.
2: <laughs> uh, they, they, there's, it's still open. Those threads are still open. You can still do that. I don't know if they're going to still be open by the time this uh, recording is. Uh-huh. But, I mean... I'm they listen to the show, totally. They totally listen. All good pilots listen They keep on the card. All right. So speaking of uh, all good pilots and and listening and other things like that, well, uh, let's 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 hit Star Citizen now. They've moved on. It's not just the eggs and coffee core. It's the regular folk, the down to earth people, the concierge and subscribers. That's
4: right. Being among the chosen few, I have uh, I have partaken of the, the 3. chosen 2. few. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're not really chosen few if you paid for it, though. I mean, you
2: chose yourself. They 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 put themselves forward. They put themselves out there. Like, I doubly. You know, pay
3: for. I am a chosen one.
2: <laughs> so, so so you guys you guys both went in and played around with the, uh, I, the new stuff.
3: I yep. I got a chance to yep. hop in on mining. Jeff, did you did
4: you get a chance to play with much?
3: I didn't. I didn't play with mining. I I was. Um, i was playing more with uh they did some ui upgrades so i was playing mm-hmm. more with the shopping and and all the other stuff that was um i had it i had a five five zero six error when i first when i first loaded up and and there was a new patch today that fixed some of that so i got a chance to to get into it uh, sometime today
4: the um the group up the grouping stuff's really cool too apparently you could just click on people's faces and invite them to your group and uh and and now when you do uh, you can do linked quantum travel together yep. so if you're in yep. a group and you all, and like one the lead the lead quantums away then when you guys all quantum you're all synced together and you're in a party when you go to a planet or whatever um so I, I hopped on into today and I only got about a couple hours of play and uh, I got to try out the new beast blind stuff so Tony loves his money jump points and this mm-hmm. is kind of a um, continuation on that love now if there's like a a nav point that's around a planet, it'll it'll curve you around the planet. So if you're trying to get to a specific point of the planet, it is much much faster to get to a specific point on the planet now. Um, almost
2: like a mini jump point.
4: Almost like a mini jump point. You're absolutely right. Tony. Crazy,
2: and, crazy how people come around to my way of thinking.
4: And then the the mining system is is pretty cool. You know, we discussed no man's sky uh last week and then we discussed ed's new plans and it's kind of somewhere in the middle the only ship that you can scan and mine with right now is the prospector which is their their intro level mining ship and some of these features are going to be pulled over to the other ships um eventually but this is kind of the prototype but uh prospector has two modes uh, well i guess it's three modes it has normal flight mode and then you can enter scanning mode and you can enter mining mode when you're in scanning mode if you fire it does uh, Similar what what Elite described, it sends out this wave, and if you're mm-hmm. on if you're on a planet, um, if there are rocks around you that have material content that's worth um, investigating, it'll give you a little uh, navigation node. Like It'll tell you how many meters away it is, and so you go over there, and then there's a there's a rock that will kind of highlight for you because you scanned it, and um, if you if you keep it on scanning mode. Um, Well, I think you have to switch over to mining mode. I can't remember. But you point at it and it starts, the longer you just sit there and look at it, the more information it gives you. It'll start giving you uh, breakdowns and the types of minerals are in there, uh, how stable it is, things like that. And then when you're in mining mode, you have have two options within mining mode. You have extraction and uh, fission or something like that. And uh, one mode is basically you're firing a mining laser at the rock to heat it up. And there's a little, you get a whole nice bar graph, which I guess you could use, but there's also kind of a, um, I'm not going to say golfing. It's not a, it's, it's just a line. It's not a golf game because it's not like a reflex thing, um, but it, you, you basically have to scroll the, the power of the laser, and the laser power is also modulated by distance. The closer you get to the rock, the more powerful it is to. And you want to you wanna try and get the rock heated up to a specific point and then and then, and then pull off your power to kind of keep it in this point for a certain amount of time before it expends it. If you, if you overdo it and you, you bring the rock up, the rock will eventually explode and can destroy your ship like just right out. There have been many, I, didn't, I, I, I blew up a rock not knowing what the hell I was doing the first time I tried to do it, and I didn't die, to hurt my ship, but I have seen many videos of people just obliterating their ships by being too close to a rock and then overpowering the rock. Um, but I think it also depends on how volatile the rock is, which is one of the scanning percentages you get. But if you successfully keep it in the green area for some time, the rock breaks up. You know, it kind of falls apart. It'll fall apart into two kinds of things. Uh, orange segments need more mining, which is the same thing over again. And then purple segments, you can switch over to extraction and basically tractor in the uh, the bits of the, the purple part.
2: They and, have tractor beams working? Uh,
4: they have, have mineral tractor beams working.
2: Have you notified Shiv?
4: I have. I, uh, no, Shiv, Shiv tested it out, too. He borrowed. Okay, he so he he's, borrowed aware, he's aware He's aware that they
2: have a tractor beam now. He
4: is extrading, yes.
2: Okay, okay, that's good.
4: But, but, you know, he's a mining fool.
2: So He is a mining fool. He, that, that man that man will mine all day long and all night long because he's got a Netflix subscription and a hankering for mining. So, yeah, so I, those I, two I, things combined. I'm not going to say this is
4: like the perfect mining solution, but it seems like a nice balance they have so far. And some of the UI elements probably need some work. Some of the things were kind of hard to see, especially in bright. And I noticed from early screenshots to... Um, what we have now they have added some more black background some white text and so it's a little easier to see um, It could still use some more work. I'm um, giving you more notifications about what it but it is but it's, it's nice because the mining laser and the um, uh, The uh, the tractor beam are like one click operation So you click it and it just goes off and it doesn't stop until you click it again and so while it's going and while the laser is going if you let the laser just go you're gonna kill yourself but you can just hit there with a scroll reel, keep it in the nice area. It's not some sort of horrible reflex game that you have to, you have to, you know, be jumpy about. But you can casually kind of keep it in there and, and then mine the rock at your leisure. But you have to pay attention to it, which I thought was nice. It's a nice touch. And um, as long as they keep the balance going forward and they just improve what they have, they have a good mining system as it is for this this low end mining is what
2: we're seeing now. they so is- to use. So, so to use an analogy that we can all understand, it's like a hot pocket. If you microwave it too long, it becomes a volcanic center which will injure you. But if <laughs> yes. you microwave it for just the right amount of time, it's a nutritious pocket of goodness it's that delicious. will sustain you. Yes, it's, 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 okay, the, it's delicious uh-huh.
4: titanium goodness. So yeah, and and, I, and just to reiterate though, this is, the, this is like the intro surface mining stuff right, that the prospector does. There's a whole other level of mining that we haven't seen yet. And so we'll We'll find out whenever they have the bigger tier mining ships and stuff like that available. Or specifically, they're the Orion.
2: Okay. Hi, hey, everybody. <laughs> 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 and now that we're all cut up on Space Sim News, let's get cut up on Space News with Galactic Public Radio.
3: Good evening, from Galactic Public Radio. On NC, I'm Spencer McDunn, and these are the top headlines from around the known galaxy. A major private development initiative has been announced for the Colonia area, just as the Thargoid Incursion seems to be getting under control. For the latest, we go to Smooth Furnace and the Ball system.
2: Thanks, Spencer. Admiral Aiden Tanner, Chief Military Liaison with Aegis, has been taking what some observers are calling a victory lap around several restored starports. He's taken the opportunity to remind citizens of, and to take some credit for, the fact that, quote, the Thargoid presence in the core systems has been significantly diminished, end quote. He was also careful to repeatedly praise the independent pilots who acted on intelligence provided by the Aegis Eagle Eye system, calling their efforts, quote, a barrier of steel and fire, preventing Thargoid vessels from encroaching further, end quote. Admiral Tanner's conclusion is that the Thargoids have been largely repelled from the Core Worlds and forced back to their so-called beachhead here in the Ball system. While they remain firmly lodged in the Pleiades Sector, the aliens' ability to maneuver outside that region has been frustrated by Aegis reading their deep space email. And that alien hold may be getting precarious, as the Reeds Rest starport is one of the restored stations on the Victory Lap. Positioned deep in the Pleiades Sector, The Merope system is essentially at the geometric center of the Thargoid bubble. But even as all the good news pours in, Zachary Calico-Zach Rackham, billionaire CEO of Rackham Capital Investments, has committed to funding a network of shipyards in the Colonia region. While this sort of high-risk, high-profile investment fits with Calico-Zach's image and history, what has many commentators scratching their heads is the expected return on this venture. Zero. Mr. Rackham has characterized this industrial juggernaut as a charitable work, recalling his days, quote, flying around the galaxy in a secondhand sidewinder with a leaky life support module and only 50 credits in my pocket, end quote. It is his intention to provide a support network to a group of hard, scrabble adventurers working at, quote, the farthest flung outpost of civilization, end quote. The Federal Times has opined that the characterization of charitable donation may have more to do with Mr. Rackham's upcoming tax audit than his nostalgia for the good old days. However, some observers note that a strong shipyard network was the main ingredient missing from the Colonia region's drive for true independence from the bubble. This would be a crucial development if the Thargoids were to cause widespread damage among the Core Worlds. Is this venture capitalist providing the seed money for a truly self-sufficient sanctuary from alien invasion? Or have we already stopped the Thargoids at the border? From Ball Station for Galactic Public
3: Radio, I'm Smoo Furnace. Thanks, Smoo. Chief Inspector Kay Kilbride of Alliance Interpol announced a major break in the Tri-Power investigation into the League of Reparation, stating, quote, I am pleased to confirm the latest assassination attempt by the League of Reparation has been prevented and that we have apprehended several of the group's members, end quote. She provided few details regarding the arrests, citing the need for confidentiality around the ongoing investigation. However, GPR can confirm that the arrests were a result of a sting operation using the INRA descendant as bait for the terrorist organization. Ms. Dino Law, related to the INRA employee Tristan Law, was revealed somehow to the League and agents of the task force laid an ambush in her home. The trap was apparently successful, and the task force has, quote, acquired some significant facts, end quote. Inspector Kilbride was confident that the new data would lead to, quote, the beginning of the end for the League of Reparation, end quote. Finally, after weeks of full-spectrum media dominance, Imperial Princess Aisling Duval has announced her engagement to Federal Ambassador Jordan Rochester. In a rare... Live and apparently unscripted personal appearance at a press conference, the princess stated quote, I am aware that some will see this as unorthodox, even controversial, but love knows no borders. It is our wish that our marriage will build lasting bridges between the Empire and the Federation. End quote. Her fiance settled for a written statement in the Federal Times stating quote, we hope that our betrothal will usher a new era of cooperation between the two superpowers." Quote. A growing chorus of political commentators are openly speculating about the possible changes in federal-imperial relations as a consequence. Some are hailing at the beginning of a new era of cooperation. Others are wondering just how much their representative has given away in negotiations as a result of romantic entanglement. As of the date of this recording, both the Imperial Palace on Capitol and the White House on Mars have declined to comment to GPR regarding the announcement. For Galactic Public Radio, I'm Spencer McDunn. Good night.
4: Save you today. Let's go. You want to fire or not? Let's kick the tires and
2: light the fires, Big
0: Daddy.
2: All right. So you're staying there amongst uh, your conquest, the wreckage of your conquest. Uh, we've uh, got our bag of robot cybernetic dog parts. We've got our uh, wall charger for a robot that's empty. Uh, various other broken components and uh, and so on. you're in the vacuum of space at the moment uh, has, thanks to your in- unorthodox entry methods what would we, what would we like to do next?
4: Uh, I grabbed that computer earlier that I mentioned that from the uh, the office okay. space that was doing the
2: uh... okay you may mark that on your inventory. Thank you. Keelan Packard um... model 4.
4: <laughs> Excellent. It's got a four eighty six in it, or four DX. megabytes of, uh, uh-huh. of RAM. Yeah, it's really hot
2: stuff. I, we can play uh, Wing
4: Commander on that. Um, <laughs> can we? Um, is there any kind of like fuel tanks or anything like that 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 are visible, either inside or outside the, the facility? Uh,
2: no, no. There's uh, nothing, nothing readily apparent. No.
4: Not like a propane tank in the kitchen under the grill or something like that.
2: No, uh, no. Uh, propane uh, grills are uh, notoriously oxygen hungry um, and flammable, which are two things which don't go well in a space environment. So that's no, why. You know, but I was just
4: checking those. to see if they're just, on their nose, hey. for the safety side. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, so this is, gotta get this this is a criminal OSHA.
2: element. They may be a little lax on the safety regulations. You, you, you know never what?
4: Know. We gotta get these guys into OSHA standards here. You've already that's got, got all I'm their staplers.
0: There. Now you want their propane too?
4: Yeah, <laughs> a little easier to weaponize.
0: Yeah, a little
2: easier. <laughs> All right. Says so uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with the, with the, with a disappointment clear on his on his face, Roland comes away from his propane search, empty-handed. Uh, anything else? Are there any other crates in the room that might be searchable? Ah, okay. Um, you looking for the blue stabilizer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's roll perception there.
1: Woo five.
2: Um, you look around, nothing, you don't see anything. Of course, I mean, the room's kind of a mess, because of the way you entered it, and it depressurized, and so random crap's kind of everywhere. So.
0: Always because of us. You know, blame.
2: you can do anything you want, there's just consequences. So okay, Can uh, we I, look I, as well? Yeah, if everybody wants to roll perception, looking for, it, oh, hey, does Justin say? I don't think. Or does, does Red Barn say? Or it's kind of a mess you know in here? here. It's hard to find anything.
4: I'm just looking for anything useful, not necessarily the blue stabilizer.
1: I rolled a four. Okay. It is definitely a mess in here.
4: <laughs> I got a nine. Okay. I
0: stayed um, outside, Tony. Should I check around outside, or should we wait till this?
2: Yeah. If you, if they have something you want to do, go ahead and just speak up. We're not really. I in just want to round. look around
0: and make sure nobody yeah. is approaching, and then everything's still clear outside. Uh, just go
2: ahead you, if you want to roll perception, looking for that too. All
0: right, and that is, uh, where is it at? slash n plus perception. I'll type it all out mm-hmm. there. Perception is.
2: Okay, seven. Uh, seven. Um, that you, the horizon looks clear. You don't see any, anything approaching. No dust or ice trails, and you know nothing. Nothing appears cool. interesting. Um, uh, Roland, looking around for that propane, unsuccessfully. But you do manage to find uh, an empty packet with what looks like some blue residue inside it. Some sparkly blue residue inside it.
4: Okay. Well, I, I take pictures and and put it in the evidence. Um, okay. I have a question. So. We know we kind of got an idea that something was on that charger, right? That took off, right? Something yeah. something that is autonomous in some regards.
2: Right. Do and we... also and also a also a smaller vehicle as well. Okay. Yeah. And so
4: I have I you know I kind of state as an open question to the group, do we think that thing potentially is remote controlled?
0: I don't know if there's any potentially reason to from so. heat Say what? Is there a reason to oh, I thought we figured it was the cyborg uh. that ran off.
4: Yeah, but I mean it you know, robots typically masters want to control the robots and this place had a bunch of antennas on the top of it. So maybe there's a way we could get control over said
1: robot from here. So well, I kinda we wrecked did. the antennas. Yeah. Well,
4: you know, we got a bunch of hacker dudes. Maybe they can crack the Gibson and, 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 and reboot the matrix and uh and, and get the robot on our side or something.
0: I would like to roll to hack the Gibson. <laughs>
2: From your from your SRV? From your SRV? Sure. I
0: have a radio in there. Maybe I can see if I can enter with the robot. And if I roll a ten, maybe. Um, uh, no, probably not. Okay. <clears throat> well, I'll tell ta- I'll tell ta- uh, go go ahead and
2: go ahead and roll a systems. Go ahead and roll a systems uh, check for me.
0: Systems, systems see systems under anything. Intelligence.
1: Sender vehicle skills.
0: Vehicle skills. vehicle skills. Sorry about that. Here we go. And a ten. A ten. Okay.
2: So with that ten bouncing off of Roland's theory you think that if that is true there should even though the antennas are slagged you should see some kind of record of, that, of those transmissions maybe in a computer that might not be bits and pieces on the floor at this point that's a possibility
0: great so right,
2: do, do you say
0: that maybe we should have you guys looking around for broken computers who might be able to use the interface with whatever robot rolled out
1: hey you found one of those didn't you
0: uh,
4: no I got I got one of the inventory computers we're in a room technically full of computers right at the at where the robot yeah, was. Yeah. As, as, yeah. As, as
2: yeah as you guys came in basically just immediately ba- to your right you saw the core the center core of the building where all the antennas were and it's like you know, there's a lot of electronic equipment sort of in the in the middle of the building that feed that feeds directly into those physical uh, antenna connects. And around the perimeters where you found the charging station and some office stuff and a, and a bunk and, a, and some other just sort of like living and working sort of uh, you know tool benches and that kind of stuff.
4: I, I, um, I, I, I look over at Red. Hey, Red, you're computery, right? Yeah, I know a bit. Here, how about if I help you out and, 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 and uh, we can plug on this thing?
1: I'm also going over there.
2: Okay. So you remember from the slagging trip uh, that there were a variety of antennas up top. One of them was a hyperspace antenna for communicating over interstellar distances. One of them was a like a ground radar, one of you know the that sort of thing that might have might have pinged a a ship. And another one was more of a uh, a long range uh, lo- but local communications antenna, very powerful uh, communications antenna. So th- those are the three um, the three masts that you could instantly recognize up top and so, so we can
4: see the computers that are logically
2: um, right, right right logically that the task now would be hmm which one of the terminals goes well
4: the local one makes the most sense
2: so um, let's start there so uh whoever who's who's taking the lead on this one I will okay uh, so everybody so uh, Shiv's gonna roll. Uh, for everybody, can, well, let's do the helper thing again. Everybody roll, and then we'll divide by two, and then Shiv can add that too. Oh, it. everybody so, rolls I thought They do. I mean, I'm, no, I'm sorry. Everybody, give Shiv your modifier. Mine's a two. Four. is it what was this?
4: Compu- is this computers or is this something else? Computers. Three. It's a two for me. Two.
2: So, uh, so, okay, so that's uh five seven. So divide that by two, round it down. You can Shiv. You can roll your computers and add a th- add a three to it. Roll your computers with your with your thing, and then. So five total. Yeah. Yeah. Ten. Not natural. Okay. That's okay. That's the second line difficulty. That's where I was. That's where I wanted you to get. Uh, so it's a little wrecked and a little smashed, but you've identi- You can identify um, the sort of the, the one that's uh, was for the local long range antenna. You sit down at it. It's it's got power, but it's looking it's it's looking like it's been damaged a little bit. Uh, I want just Shiv to roll a repair check. to See if you can get it kind of uh, a little more stable. Yeah, 13. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah, so nice. you stabilize the thing, you're able to access its uh, its uh, contents. What do you want to know? I want to know what things have been t- communicated to and from. Okay, so what you see uh, in the, uh, immediately in a the, in the recent history is uh, uh, a humongous error message. <laughs> uh, carrier signal <laughs> lost. This is me. Uh, <laughs> This thingy no working no more. Uh, And then right before then, you see a lot of uh, traffic that looks like it's a remote control type device. It's being, you know, there's there's a lot of it. There's exchange of information, directional type things, uh, gravity sensors. It was somebody was routing directional instructions through this thing. Uh, But there was also incoming. It was coming from the outside, being relayed through here to there. Okay. So somebody that was not so, in the building was sending directional. Control. And are you, you say, have shift? Yeah, I'll explain now.
1: But hey, these are what he said, and uh, um, I wonder if we can either take control of the signal or jam the signal using what we have
2: here. Well, there is no signal right now because this was where the signal was coming from. It was it was right originating someplace, but if coming through here and bouncing to the destination, you do have the location of. The um, uh, where it was when it finally when when you slag the antenna you kind of have a GPS coordinates of where it was, and it so happens to be sort of on the way between here and the uh, and the medium building.
1: All right, oh, I'll if se- nothing
0: else. We know where to go. Now.
1: I'll send that information to uh, Henry, so he can uh, scan for it while we're driving.
4: Are there like authorization codes we think we can get and potentially take control of said item?
2: Uh, uh, Shiv, once you roll a security check.
1: Are we helping
2: him with that too, or just him? Uh, you, you can. Yeah, everybody can chip in on this one. Mine's a two.
1: So are we rolling or, or doing? No, no, the just just, thing? A, just
2: you're it You're helping Shiv by adding okay. the bonus. your three. bonus. Mine's your Okay, five. Three for me also. Henry, so eight. So Shiv, roll your thing and add a four and add an extra four. Yeah, eight.
3: Whoo! <laughs> uh,
2: unfortunately, the, it is encrypted. the The channel was encrypted, so even though you guys did, you know. You, you you've located the information, but you're not gonna be able to, to hack into it.
1: Oh man, they used two
2: some high number <laughs> <laughs> So
1: is
4: what was the do we know what the
1: last instruction sent to the robot
4: was aside from just move? Is it on uh, like a control or murder death? So mode yeah, so or?
2: so if Shiv scrolls back far enough he can see that the it kind of came online at the wall and then just drove out. That's that's all it's that's all it's uh, that's all it's happened. All right. Well, I can't can't uh, break through this encryption.
1: So
4: do we know the frequencies? Can we? It, it, it doesn't seem like it's being controlled anymore. I guess this is where it was from. I guess the worry would be is if something else has can can transmit those frequencies. If we could block them, it might be useful. But
0: I have a box of cyborg parts that we stole from here. Should I look and see if there's any control modules that we can use to control it? nothing nothing, nothing that complicated. You're looking at, you know, servo motors and limbs and
2: uh, relays and stuff. Gotcha.
1: Can we find out anything else about it from this log, or is it just communications only?
2: Give it a... Uh, Jiv can... Eh, this is easy enough. Yeah, you can pull up the specs on it thing. Okay. It's a big, freaking war robot with a chain gun and it can hammer you and all kinds of... It's big and nasty. It's gonna murder King shadow That's gonna suck. Is yeah, there a transponder it's, it's,
4: signal that we can get?
2: Uh, not that you can detect. And uh, I'm assuming I mean, the Henry has been sort of patrolling outside and it would be his passive sensors are on. If there were a transponder signal, that would have come along with his, his passive check of, of what's going on. Nothing other okay, the sort.
4: But something. OK. Um, all right. If we can't do anything else with the robot, I think we should check the, the space comm locks, too, just to see if there's anything interesting there for the investigation.
2: Okay, so uh, if you guys want to help each other out again, it's the same kind of a thing. It's uh, the, the you're looking for the the faster than light comms, the hyper light channels.
4: Yeah, yeah. Whoever okay. these guys are talking to, because this, this I'm sure okay. this will help. Uh,
0: okay. Okay.
2: Uh If you, everybody wants to, um, you locate it, and again, it's the same. It's the same sort of problem. It's uh, uh, sort of sparking out and stuff like that. I think uh, Shiv's just going to try to repair it again. So Shiv's going to give it a give it a repair roll. Shiv. Oh, repair. Yeah, just a repair roll, just Shiv. Can we help him? Not on this one. He's going to do it. No
1: need. So need, he, doesn't help. need help. <laughs> he doesn't need help.
2: He doesn't need any help. Console comes back up. You got full, you've got full. you got access. Boop, boop, beep, burp, what do you want to know? What are you guys looking for?
4: Just um, who they're talking to, what they're talking about.
2: Okay. Uh, Shiv pulls up the comm logs, and the messages, you can see the headers, but the data itself is encrypted, and it appears that they're transmitting between here and Acellus Primus, which was the location of the uh, Pilots Federation rookie base where the blue stabilizer is going to. There's also mm-hmm. comm logs that are uh, the destination is for basically the systems in the local area. Anything within about 10 or 15 light years, there are messages and relays back and forth. I'll download can, the list. Uh, yeah, okay. I gotta
4: say, we'll just download the whole comm log and then we can have, have them crack it back at base.
2: Fair enough. Right, we'll That's good. Good deal. All right, so you've got the uh, comm traffic from the base. Very good. I'm going to look at the list of systems
1: and are any of the ones where I used to fly in for my uh, previous employer?
2: Um, we're kind of outside your stomping area. It took 12 jumps to get here. I mean, were you remember you guys were originated from Fabian City? That's where the meeting point was. Right. We're a pretty good distance away from that at this okay. point. So yeah, so probably not. You're probably nothing you're too familiar with. All right. All right. Let's get back to the cars. All right. So everybody uh, tromps out, back through the hallway, out the improvised door. <laughs> the building's now up to code. It has two entrances, exits, so it's up to fire it's code handicap now. accessible. And no, uh, We don't
4: even need to go through an airlock. With,
2: right. Well, yeah, th- with the ramp that the rubble has made, one could <laughs> theoretically, I suppose, get a wheeled uh, mobility device up it now. So, yeah, handicap accessible. It's very nice. Um, an improvement, a remodeling. So you're back in your vehicles. Where do you want to go?
1: Okay, buddy. What's on your mind? We're all
2: friendlies, So let's just be friendly. Some say he opened a fusion Greek and Vietnamese restaurant with Mr. T as a spokesman. And that he named it Peter the Fur. But all we know is he's called the Shiv and he'll put together this week's feedback. Okay, so this week's joke is funny because a famous actor named Lawrence Turia, uh, a.k.a. Mr. T., was once famous for saying, "I pity the fool" from the popular movie Rocky Two, and his "fool" is similar to the well-known Vietnamese soup called pho. And "pity" sounds like Greek sandwich bread called pita. This play on words subverts your expectations and makes it humorous with a you, an extra "u," word relationship. I did not know Mr. T's real name until just now.
3: I I did, but so. why the explanation in the beginning? I mean, why, Jeff? Explaining
4: things makes it funnier. You know, this is this is how the world works.
2: Yeah, explaining things makes it funnier. There's a paragraph explaining the need to explain the joke. Should I read that, too? Yes, you should. Okay, so for the extra benefit, the preceding explanation was provided because we feel a good joke needs a good explanation. (laughs) The explanation of that explanation exists to provide extra humor with an extra U on top of the already existing humor without a U provided by both the original joke and the initial explanation provided for the joke. So I
0: think those silly I think Brits. we've got it covered here. Yeah,
2: I think we've got it covered. Lennon, we're going to yeah, we're, as we discussed before we hit record, we're going to throw Lennon under the lorry for this entire explanation. It's clearly him because of all the extra U's in there for the humor. I mean, it's got his British fingerprints all well, over. Well, yeah, it, it's so. be-
3: besides the British over-explaining everything. I mean, right. Cuz everything sounds smarter in a British accent. <laughs> so we
2: have to if you if you if you hear me reading it in Lennon's British accent, it'll sound smarter. That's that's
4: how I always hear you. Anyway.
2: Oh,
3: good. <laughs> I, I, I want to I get on to the recap of last week's community question. Why did you do that, Jeff? Ship designs, coincidence or of happenstance or bad management and own goals. And own is O-W-N. Yeah. Lazarus Long writes in and says, keep up the banter of those voices in my head. The soapbox might need another plank or two and some nails as Tony was a bit wobbly for a bit. Long live the immortals. Right on, right on. Well, Lazarus Long comes from a Robert Heinlein novel. Never mind. Uh, I think Lazarus <laughs> is from the Bible. Lazarus Long was from. Never mind.
2: Oh, now you're gonna make him explain it. Now you're gonna make him explain. Now, oh, it's on now. <laughs> the executive editor has requested that the prior be deleted. You <laughs> have to the know the story coming. of the
3: Howard families and and La- and. Oh, uh, forget it. it Lazarus it, will get Lazarus will get what I'm talking about. Keep those ship artists thinking. Now, when you next walk through a door or a gate, you'll think of how many, ty- how many types there are before they start feeling the same. Even a Banu door will surely be still recognized as a door. Analogy overkilled, now go kick down those RP doors.
4: Sean Newboy writes in and says, excellent episode team. Just how many ones can one person roll? I'm thinking you guys should start keeping track. Worst roller gets one karma at the end of every mission. This is a beautiful idea. I think we should do this.
3: <laughs> ah, one sounds karma. Sounds like you guys rolling. Sounds ones. like you guys had fun. Ship <laughs> did.
4: <laughs> you know they have a they have a that, that show called Critical Roll. which should just literally just be called Critical Failure. Cause...
2: Critical failure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Yep. yep. Um, of course, it's more likely in our game. Anyway, <clears throat> parallel development for the ship designs most of the ships in space sims already had similar ships made art-wise many times over throughout the years uh, that's a good point sean newboy we will see many of these these re- these uh, themes uh,
0: probably referenced over and over again ken from chicago writes by the way if hashtag star citizen vulture ship had the arms pointed down instead of forward some hashtag tron fans would recognize the design and recognize is written with parentheses around an r so it'd be recognizer which I think is a reference to the movie, and he's got a, he has a picture of the the ships. You think,
2: and also a crying smiley face, like laughing so hard he's got tears in his eyes. I think the emojis are important. We need to make sure we have you got this. it. You want me to read it over with the emojis included? No, it's okay. We got it covered. Just you know, just I think you know people
0: they're there to express feeling, aren't they? I mean, smiley faces, winky faces. You know what? Next time I'll think, yeah. man. I'll think next time. I'm sorry, guys. Is that ship in the in
4: Tron <laughs> called the Recognizer?
0: That's the thing. I didn't remember that name, but it could be. So that's what I think he's going for. I don't recall that, though. It is. It is called the Recognizer,
4: which is kind of a weird name for a ship.
2: And in general feedback, Acrova writes in and says, the probes for explanation would have to pay quite a lot of money to make it worth the time. It's already not worth the effort to get detailed surface scans of each planet. I make far more credits per hour, just popping the advanced discovery scanner and moving on. Uh, I... I'm hoping they've got that figured out. Let's
0: I see. think when you read that you said the probes for explanation would have to pay quite a lot more money. And I think
3: that's <laughs> did I actually Yeah, say I think that? you
0: did. And that's I, I was gonna stop you but everything else is fine, but I really think you said that. Anybody else hear that?
3: No, you said well you I, said exploration. But if uh, you okay. want to make if, a re- if
0: you heard it, no, I don't I don't wanna make a redo it or anything. I just I've No, no, no.
2: No, and this is quality this is quality here because it's a probe for explanation and we just overexplained everything at the top. So I think I think we should have some probes for explanation, even if they don't have probes for exploration. We should. And I think we now have a show title. So thanks, Henry.
3: (laughs) Eleanor Rebel writes in and says, good show, guys. What are your thoughts on the Daimar rally? Or are you waiting for more info before talking about it?
4: When is it scheduled? I should go look that up. It's basically, you know, uh, we were talking about the elite race kind of thing they're doing this is a star yeah Cis- they're
2: buckyball stuff
4: yeah it's a star citizen version of it and i don't know when it is so we should find that out really quick
2: we'll see lno rebel what we typically do is we wait for people fans community members friends of the show to write in and tell us this stuff and then we read in a really sarcastic voice in a way that implies we don't care and we're not going to publicize it and we're we you know we're not encouraging people to like check it out or even whatever. though it's going to be that's really typically cool. our it's going
0: to be really cool but we're not Yeah, well, gonna...
2: I mean we don't we we would sarcastically imply that it's not so I mean that's that's kind of how we roll around here so if you want to write in next week with like all this stuff and and uh, we will read it in sort of a blase a uh, nonchalant voice and and we'll get that information out I guess see what I did there that's that's how that works
4: so, well, I'm gonna, we'll try and report on a little bit more next time, but you can check it out at damarrally.com
3: There
2: you go. Like anybody cares, Kid Shadow. Like anybody cares.
3: <laughs> and moving on, no new Patreon this week. That means there's no new random winner.
2: Well, but the Guard Frequency staff will be the random winners this week because we're going to quality control and, and quality assurance uh, Henry's work on our T-shirts. I've already right, done
0: Henry? the quality assurance, and they're immaculate.
2: I haven't rolled around in it with my cat. So I've around in yours with my cat.
3: St- I haven't slept in mine yet. <laughs> I slept in <laughs> I yours haven't. also. Wait a minute. <laughs> it's good. Quality is assured. That's, that's good. That's good. I work in Shadows to the gym.
0: Everybody's is good. It's good. <laughs> no problem that's good we've all got personally <laughs> like I went to the gym oh, we all got. <laughs>
2: <laughs> none of that is true <laughs> that's where we knew we caught him in his lie I
0: have not slept in more than half of them and this week's community
2: question mining a viable career in any multiverse or just a distraction from the real money making and otherwise how was the show have we scraped off the good stuff and cracked the shell for the gooey center or did we miss the fissure and waste our load out in the deep black Drop us an email, a tweet, or a comment on our show posts, which you can find on our website and over on our Facebook page. And that brings us to the end of episode 218 of Guard Frequency. We'll be back with episode 219 on July 3rd, 2018, so be sure to keep an ear out for our shows over at GuardFrequency.com. We'd
4: like to thank the entire team at Guard Frequency and the Priority One Network. Thanks to our community manager, Justin Chivalry being a low master, our artist, Ben Sanders, and of course, our audio engineers, Mikey and Lennon.
3: Thanks to our syndication partner, The Bass, and special thanks to Ronald Jenkins for his permission to use his music in our show. Visit RonaldJenkins.com for more of his excellent work. But above all, we especially want to thank you folks for tuning in. If no one's listening out there, the deep black gets pretty lonely. Reduce
2: thrust! 1-5. Squawk 7700. Stay on the card.
3: I'm one, I'm two, and
2: I'm disappointed, (laughs) but not entirely surprised. (laughs) That was was functional, yet disappointing, gentlemen. Functional, yet disappointing.
3: (laughs) It's the the cornerstone (laughs) of artisanal meh. (laughs) (laughs) But your always told me to read the copy, and that's exactly what I did.
2: (laughs) And yet we spent five minutes going over the slight <laughs> changes I've made to the script and the but new system I've installed. But you told need to read the copy. That's all, that's the, 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 <laughs> as, as in many things, the specific overrides the general. You didn't say it
3: overrid the previous orders. You just...
2: We <laughs> just spent five minutes going over this.
3: Love A-con, Some more details. Love Acon. Love Acon. Love <laughs> Acon. That
2: sounds like a car the 1994 chrysler Levecon. it's yours for only 499 <laughs> with rich culture. leather which is actually a bad <laughs> word in
4: spanish and we didn't know
2: <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah it, it, see lave lave is wash it's like a like past tense of wash or something, lave. that oh, makes know, sense. Um, like lava. So shit. it could be like wash with you. It could be like we 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 take a bath with you. La, la, lave con.
4: Honestly, so. that sounds like a better convention to go yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs>
3: it, sounds like, it sounds like they ought to change their branding next year. Good evening from Galactic Public Radio. I'm and. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I had a good start.
2: <laughs> it's pronounced Anseith.
3: I know how to pronounce it. After all this time, I know how to pronounce it. Or, 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 or Jeff can explain it to us. No, uh, I, I'm done explaining thing to you guys. I mean, you just—he's <laughs> the immortals had enough of us. Whippersnappers. We wasted all our explanations at the beginning of the
0: segment
2: <laughs> with all the explanations. <laughs> yeah, I got scanners coming out my butt.